in this episode. House Bill 2139 would make abuse, verbal or physical, of any sports official a misdemeanor. What? It's a truly wild scenario that's even being brought up. A class B misdemeanor, $1,000 and or up to six months in jail. And then if it goes to a jail cell spike, I'm just imagining like, Hey, it's bring, it's bring your dad to school day. And then you're like, well, why isn't your dad here? Well, he, he's, he's locked up because he verbally abused a ref. Like what? It's (laughs) quite frankly, I mean, you can read all the books you want and you can go through all the courses you want. And then you get into that situation where 10 people are calling you some of the worst things in the world because of a call that you tried to make. Right. Like, what do you do with that? I mean, yeah. I, it's also bad when you hear someone where the umpire's like, I'm trying my best. And then someone says, try better. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, oh, like, gosh, that's well, so bad. He's, he is trying his hardest. <laughs> Which topic do you want to start with, Dave? Whatever you want, buddy. Do you want me to do an intro or would you like to just keep talking and see what happens? <laughs> Go ahead and do the intro, please. Keep it official. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Closing Pitch. My name is Spiker Helms, and this is a show about people, culture, and how to create a winning lifestyle. Um, the past couple episodes, I haven't done the intro, and it feels good to be back on that train. Yeah. But in those conversations, we just literally just started talking, and the conversations were so good. It felt like it was very Rogan-esque of you. I wasn't going for that, but I appreciate it. If you it. ever listen to Rogan, a lot of times he's just flowing right in and he goes, and we're live. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guest kind of gets started and the guest is like, oh, I thought we were. Now now we are. We're good. Well, he, I mean, he can do that because everyone knows what his show is. Right. Where right. The, the whole point of the intro is to make sure that people understand what we're actually listening to and it's not just we're floating bag in the wind <laughs> like here's an interesting thing did you know do you know why they put bumpers in um kids tv shows like the, what are bumpers bumpers are when you realize that the show's back on was that i don't know what that means though so like okay this is gonna sound really dumb of me go but ahead pokemon i was uh-huh. a big pokemon guy yeah and every time that the show would be back on from commercial break it would be like, let's go Pokemon. Oh, and, then, and then it would go into yeah, the show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know why they started that, right? No. Because kids didn't realize when the show started and when the show ended. So they just thought the whole Probably advertisement. Like a attention grab or something. I don't know. Yeah, because they thought that Pokemon was selling them like products. And then like they would go to their parents and like, Pokemon told me to buy this. So what TV providers required them to put bumpers at the beginning and the end of a commercial break. You learn something new every day, Spiker. Hey, it's a baseball podcast. We're talking about <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> if you want to advertise on the closing pitch, reach out to us at yeah. five, 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 five. <laughs> now someone's going to actually call that, use that number. I'm okay with a little advertisement. Why not? <laughs> no, but someone's going to actually call that number five, 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 five. No, that's like a lawyer's number. We <laughs> yeah. see those all the time. Like the, what's the guy that we, Saw all the way down to um, Indy and to Atlanta. Like he just owned that highway. Well, I know the one is like the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer's real popular. He owned the whole highway. The dude has to be spending at least like $5 million on just billboard ads. In an accident, call the hammer. 
He'll get you good. <laughs> Did you choke on a hamburger? Call, Call the, the hammer. hammer. <laughs> Got a divorce. Call the hammer. Look at it. He's already getting advertisement on our podcast. Ah, he's throw me Venmo me twenty five bucks, dude. He, he's playing chess and we're playing checkers right now. <laughs> he's he's probably playing that log game. You know what? There's probably some guys that have a podcast. They're gonna be on this highway. Guarantee they're saying something, and they're gonna say something about us. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna choose a topic. All right, go ahead. The topic that I want to talk about is Kansas House considers bill aimed at protecting officials from abuse. It's pretty crazy. Can you explain in more detail? Because we talked about it in the office the other day, and I think our conversation went like, it probably didn't go as you're thinking when you're listening to this, and, and we'll have a bunch of different takes, but explain what this bill is suggesting. House Bill 2139 would make abuse verbal or physical of any sports official a misdemeanor. So you have a class B and a class A misdemeanor on this one too. So immediately I'm kind of thinking how many parents right now would have misdemeanors on their record? (laughs) (laughs) Well, how many coaches? How many coaches? Yeah. I'd probably have a misdemeanor. Now here's a question is like, what about the player? That's my point. So like, it's interesting that so legislature is a player going to go to juvie? Yeah. It's interesting that legislature is getting brought up in the first place, but I think it speaks to a problem that we've talked about on the podcast before of it's getting out of control. Like, you know, we we've talked about the absolute toxicity at times that is around a ballpark. I mean, well, it's not foreign to see around any sport. It's not just baseball, softball. Yeah. It's well, it's all any sport. It's not foreign to see um, a YouTube video of a parent going after a kid yeah. or or like or Will Ferrell was way ahead of his time on kicking and screaming the movie. Yeah, where he was this nice dad, normal, just was happy go lucky. Like we well, you know we're just gonna go out here and we're gonna we're gonna play a little soccer and see what happens. He ends up evolving into a coach. Psycho. <laughs> and then he starts wearing jumpsuits. He hires Mike Dicka as Where's his the assistant aviators? coach. Where's the aviators? And then he starts just berating refs and he pushes over one of the opponents. <laughs> it was at a, it was an 11 year old. And this bill. He didn't know he was foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know what was happening until it was too late and he ended up becoming this monster. But. It is crazy to see parents like we're when we were doing the what was the podcast we did that I was in LA and you were here. It was um, Tread Athletics, yep. and in LA when I was there on the news, it was a mom that literally went up and like just round punched or round yeah <clears throat> sucker punched yeah. a, a ref. Well, I mean it's you know it starts like our conversation. I, I can't remember what um what episode this is, but you can put it in the show notes of when we went out and talked over the, the umpire shortage. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's starting with that to where the umpires and the referees and, you know, they're certainly not attracting many young people. And a lot of the older referees that love doing it or leaving it because they're tired of taking verbal abuse. Um, and just, it's interesting now that it's getting to a point where they need to literally talk about it being a law. I mean, so let's just play this out. Let's just go down this route. This becomes a law. And this is kind of where our conversation went in the office the other day. Because I was like, all of a sudden, the wheel starts spinning in my head. I'm like, 
So what happens now? Like at every sporting event, are we going to have like a 10 person security unit there? Like, are we going to have to rent police officers in their off duty time to come to the local parks on a Saturday so that if some mom or dad or coach gets out of control, just slap the handcuffs on them, <laughs> carry them out of here. Like, I mean, where does it go? And, and, are people going to start self-policing it? Or are they going to be like, instead it used to be like, throw them out of the park. Now they're like, arrest them, go get them. <laughs> like, are you going to see people on their phones, like calling 911 or calling this? And like, where does it go? Well, then what happens if you're, if the one of the parents is a cop? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, where does it go? Like, hey, what, what are the chants going to be like? Lock him up. Lock him it's, up. It's like, it's like one thing, like, is like, then it's going to get to a point where uh, someone boos and the umpire turns around, takes his mask off and go one more and you're going to jail. <laughs> like I'm envisioning this crazy, crazy atmosphere that we're all creating. I mean, everybody. And I'm like. Well, you're you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Literally, gonna be looking at this like not having a clue and understanding. Like, kids in there, and all of a sudden, like his dad says, "That's a hair. That's a horrible call," and now he's gone. I don't. I don't know, and I don't think it gets that. I would. I would assume that there would have to be some evidence, and like, if there's physical abuse, obviously that's a that's a given, and I think there should be something on that because the. Percentages of a parent hitting a referee, I think, are a lot smaller than what we we perceive because social media amplifies it. So, like, yeah. you probably if you could count, you probably could count on your hand how many times you've seen someone no, think, throwing throwing a punch or on camera and actually seeing it happening. I think I think what it says in here because it does say verbal because I, I, the physical abuse, no one's. Let me no, look. Let me look to see if there's like. Go ahead. I'm gonna no, nobody in the world is discrediting physical abuse. There's no part. There's no place for that. If you do that, that's assault. I mean, that's that's already a rule. Okay, that's already a law. You don't need to put that law into effect. That's that's already there. You just can't go up and and hit someone or anything. That's that's physical assault. But the verbal one, that's the carrot, right? That's like. What what outlines or what defines verbal assault? Well, I think what I think what happens here too is I feel like this is like a threat tactic than anything else. I don't I don't know if it's actually going to really. I'm just playing it out. I'm I'm just trying to say like if obviously if I would assume verbal abuse is if there and again this is what everybody takes verbal abuse. Yeah, differently, that's what though. sucks. Like if someone came up to me and just started cursing at me i wouldn't consider that verbal abuse i would just consider you a crazy right but like we got some tough skin i mean it's not the first time that someone's probably said something bad to me <laughs> i mean i'm, well, I'm in you when sports, you're playing when you're playing you in know? sports you, you get a lot I'm in of you sports yeah it's, I mean, you, you know you it's not stuff. the first time so i think i have some tough skin on this but some other people might i mean not. that would like, that would suck if like you had if you had a verbal abuse a class b misdemeanor is one thousand dollars and or up to six months in jail, <laughs> and then if it goes Not to a, jail cell spike, and if it goes to a class A misdemeanor, it's twenty five hundred and it's up to one year in jail. I'm just imagining like, hey, it's bring it's bring your dad to work day and or bring your dad to school day, and then you're like, well, why isn't your dad here? Well, he he's, he's locked up because he verbally abused a ref. Like what? It's. <laughs> 
Like, I don't want to make light of that. Like, no, that's a bad thing not. for the kid, yeah. but it's, it's just... It, 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 what? It's a truly wild scenario that it's even being brought up. Like, again, I, I think the bigger point to this whole picture is that because it's being brought up, we should all sit... We should all open our eyes and ears and be like, "Holy crap, this is a problem. This is this is a bigger problem than we're thinking it is." And we've we've discussed it, but I mean, the fact that all of a sudden it's even getting discussed that it could be a law, that there could be jail time, that there could be fines, that there could be this. It used to just be, "All right, you went off. You're you're banned from the park. You're banned from the gym. You're banned from the field." Okay, that that was the the thing. Well, I was I will say this that if, when you have a parent that does do that in the stands. I think, and th- and this is how I how I perceive it when I was coaching is that if one of my parents started mouthing off, which did happen my first year, um, that's a reflection of my leadership. Yeah. Which, again, if it happens, I have to address that right away, which I did, <clears throat> and I brought all the parents together and I yeah. said, "That's not happening ever again." Yeah. If if th- if this happens again, I'm your 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 kid's not going to play. Yeah. I hate to do it, but I can't have that happening. And then it just derails and then right. it makes me look bad. And then it seems like the organization as a whole sure. is okay with that, that character. Sure. I just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I, it's interesting if, I wonder if other states will pick that up. I wonder if they'll have different versions of it. I wonder if this will become something that goes nationwide. I mean, the I, sentiment on social media was that everyone, what, when you first see it, you're like, hell yeah, that's going to be awesome. But then when you start like thinking about it and really like playing it out, like second order, third order thinking, it's like, mm, that might not be so great because there's some loose cannons. There's some loose cannon umpires out there too. Sure. Like, uh, it, they're, they're not the victims here by any means right. um, in some of the cases. And if you think like, oh, uh, if you're an umpire, you're like, oh, we are the victim. It's like, no, bro. Like, it goes both ways. It's a two-way relationship. Are we at fault as fans yeah. and coaches and yep. players? Hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm guilty of when I was playing being very rude to umpires and not realizing because I guess got caught up in the in yep. the competitive moment. Yep. But some of the so, some of the things that you hear on the diamond, um, like back in the day, it was there were some bad things said, but it was more of the players, umpires, and coaches. But now it's like the fans are getting involved, yep. and when you have a bloodline and you're a fan, that's like a deadly cocktail. Yeah. And I mean, I, th- I hope that at the very least it, it makes you kind of think that it, it's a game guys. Okay. It, it's a game. Is it worth going to jail over? Is it worth paying a thousand dollar fine for it? If, if that were to be the outcome and it made everybody think about that and maybe relax a little bit, I'm okay with it. I just see way too many open ends. I, I, I see too many questions with it. So I'd like to see where this goes. And well, I'm I'm wondering like, why hasn't there ever been a like if you abuse somebody physically? That should physical be, that, that should be, that should, that's physical abuse. That's there. Yeah, that's, that, that's a law. I like, mean, I can't go up as a fan and punch that umpire without putting getting handcuffs. Probably. Yeah. You know, that's he can he can absolutely claim physical abuse on that. That's always been around. It's the verbal one that's open ended. Like what what. Do, what, does, does the law I, I guess we need a lawyer on this but does the law say like if you end up getting physically abused on a field are you is it because you're consenting that you know what's going to happen on the field that it doesn't stick i don't know and i it, because I, don't wanna, like, I think of um mma when you get in the octagon you're consenting to 
abuse. Well, let me throw another thing at you because this is definitely a hot button topic in today's world is, is mental health. It's like, you know, what happens like, okay, let's say an umpire continuously gets verbally abused. I mean, legit verbal abuse and, you know, over and over and over. And, you know, he, um, he ends up literally having mental health issues. He now suffers from anxiety and depression. He now suffers from whatever he has to get on prescription medicine. He's now worried that he can't do his job. So now he can't pay his bills. I I mean, you go down the list, like what happens in that situation? Man. I'm just playing it out. I mean, I'm yeah, thinking about I don't, all I don't, the, I don't. thinking about all the different scenarios that you know. I I don't suffer from that, so I it's hard for me to understand it. But I, I I you hear about it all the time, and I mean that can be that's a real thing, right? And, yeah, like I I don't know. Like, it's tough. But it, here's another thing that I don't get too, which I wish umpires would really they would admit to is like when you sign up for that job, you are kind of signing up to be in the fire a little bit. It's the same thing as a coach. Like I'm signing up to be as a coach. I know I'm going to get into the fire with, with parents and players. Like there's going to be people that that disagree with me. Um, Again, I'm not saying that it's okay to abuse somebody, but there has to be some level of like, no, like knowing and consenting that like, Hey, this could potentially happen. Yeah. But I mean, you got a lot of young umpires these days that are young adults or or still sometimes even under 18. I mean, that's well, I'm, I'm, I mean, there's I guess a lot I'm of thinking stuff more of like, the high school guys, more professional you know, guys. There's, there's a lot of stuff that like, yeah, professional umpire, they understand it, but like they're getting paid. They've gotten to that point where that's a profession. I yeah. mean, a lot of, a lot of people or a lot of umpires or referees doing amateur sports. That's a side hustle for them. That's a, that's something they're doing to stay active in the game, to stay mm-hmm. around the game because they can't play anymore or um, just to do it for some, some side money and things of that nature. And th- I guess you know, it also goes with, I don't the- know the training side of it. I, I was never an umpire. So don't, don't shoot the messenger. I don't know if they get trained fully on how to handle that. And, and f- quite frankly, I mean, you can read all the books you want and you can go through all the courses you want and then, you get into that situation where 10 people are calling you some of the worst things in the world because of a call that you tried to make. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, how do you like, what do you do with that? I mean, yeah. I, well, even when he's, you're when, not supposed to go back at him. And if it, it, it also is, it's also as bad when you hear someone where the umpire's like, I'm trying my best. And then someone says, try better. Yeah, it's like, it's like, Oh gosh, that's well, so bad. He's, he is trying his hardest. And like uh, wholeheartedly, like, and I'm thinking of this situation again, it's like, okay, so, they're normally trying not to throw that person out of the park because my God, the minute you do that, well now all hell breaks loose and you're going to, cause you're taking away their opportunity to watch your kid, which it should be the only thing you're focused on is supporting your, your child in the moment. But anyhow, and do you think abuse, verbal abuse and physical abuse is more prone at the lower levels, like more like recreational, or do you think it's more prone towards the higher levels like travel no i don't know um because i think it'd be really silly to see everywhere i'm just i'm just it'd be the little i don't know if you're Um, part of a ymca like league and then you have a parent yelling at the umpire i think there's a certain like um if you're going into it understanding that it's just a beginner type of thing and they're learning you're going into an environment saying like well we know there's going to be a million mistakes when you're going into it with significantly more money invested and you think that this is a higher level, maybe it is a higher level type of thing. And then there's significantly 
more enhanced pressure, I guess. I guess the expectations are a little higher. Bit higher expectations, and that leads to you know a situation in a game where a call is interpreted as a make or break call in the game, and that's why you lost. And now your temper boils over, and you know I just I've seen it a million times, and you get slapped with a thousand dollar fine, six months, six months in jail. <laughs> you know, and I, man, I don't. I don't know where this goes, and I wonder if it's a scare tactic, and I wonder if it's stuff that's being – I mean, listen, laws go into effect because things happen in the past. That's what ha- That's why laws get created. Uh, you know, I mean – Just thinking like the – That is why – that is why – that is how all these laws have been created because something bad has happened prior, and they're like, well, why can't we prosecute you for this? Well, we, there's no law. Well, let's make one. And that's how it works. And so <laughs> I'm just thinking like the person gets into jail and then one person asks him, Hey, what, what are you in here for? And he's like, Oh, I, I was selling meth. Like, Oh, that's a, that's bad. That's <laughs> yeah, bad. That's bad. And then you're like, what are you in here for? Well, I was yelling at my 12 year <laughs> you umpire. <laughs> and it, does it, is it just on umpires? Like is, is that law into effect on like, parents going off on coaches or vice versa coaches going off on parents like yeah and then I'm that's thinking, a, then that's a slippery slope i'm just thinking it's a very slippery slope or does that go into effect of like now does that go down to players and bullying and this and that like it's a slippery slope and you know it's i don't I, know it kind of just kills the joy out of it you well know? that's what like, i'm thinking like i'm literally seeing like i'm thinking f- let's say it went into act tomorrow and all of a sudden a couple of people get arrested and then everybody's shell shocked and scared. Like now I can't say anything or do anything. And the players are scared and the coach is scared and you go to a game and it's like crickets and you hear nothing because <laughs> everybody's on pins and needles. Like don't even boo or, or that I'm, you see him, the police are right there. Like, you know, it becomes a police state and I'm like just envisioning it and, you know, the, then there's no games and then there's no, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm being crazy, but I'm always like optimist and, um, Mr. Positive. And during COVID, I think the most positive thing that ever happened out of that was that people were just happy to be at the field Yes, and they were genuinely glad to see everybody. And it's gone right back. Umpires <laughs> were, everyone was like, do you need anything? Do you want some water? Do you want some food? Do you want some salmon? Do you want some yeah. like steak? Yeah. I can I can go order some Uber Eats. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's, why did you miss that call? What are you, an idiot? <laughs> it's it's odd, man. I Follow it up. I mean, I want to see if there's more states that take this on. I want to see if there's... I don't think there is. Well? I, I think it's, it's been some time since I've posted it, but... If there's one, there's probably going to be two. I, know, I don't know. I could be wrong. But what if it becomes a federal thing? I don't know. I don't know how that works. So kind of talking out both sides here. But Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Can we at least admit that? It's the, crazy it's gotten to this point. Yeah. The, the sentiment is just... The sentiment is that everyone thinks it's really good, but then as they start thinking about it, they're like, eh, this is maybe not as good as we think about it. But I also think too, it's it's up to the leadership and it's up to the coach and it's up to like even if you're if you're sitting there and you're listening to one of your fans berate an umpire, or even your coach is berating an umpire 
and you're sitting there, you're basically condoning that action. It's you, you got to either get up or provide some type of action against that person and being like, you know what? This isn't happening. This is not, mm-hmm. this is not how it should be. It's hard spike. Well, I know it's I get hard, it. I get it. I'm but, just, I'm but when you're sitting there, you're, you're condoning that action. That's what you're doing. And when, if you disagree with something, you got to speak up on it. I think the, I think the thing that's really hard is there's not a lot of people that, that accept those conversations. Like it's the, the, the awkward situation. Me and you've been there. Like, We've had those conversations a bunch, and because well, everyone not, wants to be liked, it's everyone not wants weird. to be. It's not weird, us. Yeah. I think I think it's weird for a lot of people in that situation. They don't want to step up and say that because they're fearful that person might come at them. And um, yeah, because everyone wants to be liked. They don't want to be the you know. There's the one loud person in the group of twenty, and the nineteen could easily stop the one, but they're not going to do it. Yeah, I was listening to a, a podcast episode with uh, Rich Froning, who's the CrossFit number one. Um, for the individual that has like the most championships. He's like the Michael Jordan of CrossFit. And he made a really good quote that kind of stuck with me going into my, like when we started doing this podcast is that if 50% of the people like you and 50% of the people hate you, you're probably doing a really good job. Sure. So I I feel like that's the same thing with life is just if if you have 50% of the people that like you and 50% of the people that don't like you, it means that you're being authentic and you're being yourself and you're standing up for the things that you believe in. And when something like that happens, I'm, I'm always the person that will sit there and listen and wait. And then I will behind the scenes talk to that person and saying like, that's not cool. Right. That's not happening. We're not doing this. Right. And then if, if the action happens again, then either A, I, if I'm in the leadership position, see ya, or B, if I'm not in a leader pos- leadership position, I end up choosing to go in a different direction. Sure. You eliminate yourself in the situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, anything else on this topic? No. All right, guys. What's your opinion on this? Do you think it's a good idea, bad idea? Um, give us your pitch on this idea. I haven't done that in a long time. Give us your pitch yeah. on the closing pitch. On the closing pitch, wow. yeah. Um, give us a review, five stars preferably. Um, go ahead and put that into Apple Podcasts. You can also review us on Spotify. You can comment in the YouTube section. Um, and then you can also follow Dave on Twitter at David underscore Brickby. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Spiker Helms. We will catch you in the next episode. Thanks, guys.